the home of Arizona Cardinals football. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Burns and Gambo, Big Red Monday, Crosstalk. All right, I want to quickly say Sean Gillow from Peoria called. Got his tickets, Wolf. So good for Sean right there. Here you go, Sean. Listen again during uh, Burns and Gambo if you have texted primetime to 620-620 for your next chance to win. And Gambo is joining us right now for some Big Red Crosstalk. Gambo. I, fa- I failed to deliver a victory. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, sh- the, sh- the real streak is over right now. Yeah. Burns had been here with you guys uh, every time they <laughs> lost. I had been there every time they won. And now I bring you a loss. Yeah. yeah. I, so, yeah I don't you know if we're blaming you this one. Johnny, so once again, though, um, I love starting here because there's so many different areas, so many different ways you could go on what you saw yesterday. So I'll just ask you, other than the fact that it was a loss, what's your biggest takeaway? Just the 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 offense, the offense, the the lack of details, the simple concepts. That I don't feel like they're giving the quarterback a lot of good options to go, you know, through progressions. I mean, it's not awful. It's a lot of basic stuff that's out there, um, you know. And it, so it's a question of is, is it Kyler not seeing what's out there? Is it the designs of Cliff's plays? It seems like a simple offense, but there's nothing really dynamic to this offense at all, you know. So as you know, you look at Kyler as you know, as, and his eyes is he is he not because there are plays that. I mean, every single every single down. There's you know, there's a play that could be made. Is he making the right plays? I'm baffled by the regression in Kyla Murray and the inability for Cliff Kingsbury to get this offense to move the football and, and get points. Yeah, baffled is a good way to put it, and I, I don't fall into that group that everything's just going to magically be better when DeAndre Hopkins gets back, but he is back this week, and he's going to make things at least a little bit better. Yeah. Where do you come out on that whole situation well, now, they Gambo? have nothing in this offense that's dynamic. They don't have one play of 40 yards down the field. Every other team in the NFL has at least one play of 40 yards. They don't have any. So I think the Hopkins can add a dynamic element, you know? But, you know, the, just in terms of getting into a rhythm and, and making plays consistently in the run in the pass game, it's just we're not seeing it guys we're just we're not seeing it i mean there's nothing that's really a staple of what they do week in and week out that you can hang your hat on and say this is who they are i mean it's a lot of different ideas out there but it's not translating into a successful offense that can go up and down the field and score at will which a lot of us thought was going to happen yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. I, certainly, it's been a lack of an identity on the offensive side of the ball that has been the biggest mind job of this entire season. Talk to me a little bit about Robbie Anderson and what you know. Um, the Hollywood Brown injury, obviously, is a big reason for this, um, to get Robbie Anderson to come in. He's a big receiver. Uh, the uh, Jefferson had him in New York with the Jets when he had a good year. He's an undrafted kid out of Temple. Uh, I was checking in with the Cardinals this morning. I had the feeling that, they were, you know, what I heard, they were going to shake things up. And I didn't know what shake things up meant, but I heard they were going to shake some things up. So you're automatically thinking, you know, is it going to be a, a change in who's calling the plays? Could they make a drastic coaching change? What was going to happen. It ends up being going out there and trading a pick. Now, the thing I worry about, now I know it's not a first pick, first day pick or a second day pick, but if you lose this game to New Orleans, you'll you'll be subtracting players, not adding players. So I, I'm not sure that I love giving up the draft picks, but it's a late pick and they got to do it to try to salvage this season. He's playing, again, Jefferson knows him real well from his time with the Jets. He's a big receiver at 6-3, had a really good year a couple of years ago, and at this point, while there's still time to salvage this 
the season, at least they're going for it. Gambo, the kicking game, it was very clear they didn't trust Matt Amendola no. enough to, and I thought no, he shouldn't. He why is he there then? That was my question for you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, we had Steve on Friday, and I mean, we asked him that question. We pressed him on it, you know? And I asked Burns, yeah, I said, listen, you, do you think that they're going to, you know, do you think Cliff's going to run things differently? And we knew early, early in the game when they passed on a, you know, 41-yard field goal to go for it on fourth and four. Like, they didn't trust him, and then he missed an extra point. Now, Steve said he was the best guy by far, the most consistent. But, I mean, I would have brought him out there on Monday, and I would have said, listen, 47-yard field goal, you kick it, you keep your job. You don't make it, you lose your job. Because that's pressure. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's pressure. There it is. Hit this 47-yarder. You have a job. If you don't, you miss it, you're out. I mean, honestly, like, I, if you're, if, if you've got to go to, if you're Steve, you've got to go to Cliff and say, look, are you going to trust him on a 40-yard field goal? Fourth and four, 42 yards. You're going for it or you kick him? Well, I'm going to go for it because I don't trust the kid. Well, then you've got to get a new kicker. You just have to get a new kicker. So, look, you kick those field goals. It's, you know, you, 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 I mean, it was a field goal game. So you kick the field goals. It's not like Seattle scored a whole lot of points. Mm-mm. Those field goals could have given you more of a chance. So I don't know. I never really understood why he wasn't cut immediately. But they felt like he was the best guy they had and the most consistent guy they had in practice. So what is the prognosis, as far as you know, in regard to Hollywood Brown and Justin Pugh? I think both guys, from what I've heard, they're very concerned both guys are going to be out for the year. Yeah, he's a playmaker. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, he's going to he's gonna be anxious to get the ball in his hands. And, and... That's Maloney. Yeah, okay. Maloney! <laughs> Fired it off. <laughs> Well, there you go. All right, I, I don't know who did that, man. That's not me. Um, yeah, I think that there's, I think there's a concern with the, that. You know, maybe it's a Liz Franck injury for Hollywood Brown. It could be out. And then my fear, based on the, the the people that I've spoken with, is that there is concern that both guys can be done for the year. Uh, where's Cody Ford? Like, where's Cody Ford? Yeah, it's like, be rolling off soon. right about now. Man, like they, like he played with Kyla. They know him. They traded for him. Like, you know, where is that guy? Let's. You know, when you've got to go to these, I mean, depth is one thing. It's great to have depth, you know, for a couple plays here or there or a game or two. But when you've got to rely on that depth to carry you through the season, then, you know, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Gambo, the defense has been a bright spot, but we were just talking about it last segment. (laughs) The way things have gone, that almost just highlights how frustrated I am with the offense. But the defense has been really good now for four and a half weeks. I don't even think good. I think they've been great, Luke. Four straight games, Rams, Panthers, Eagles, and Seahawks, Mm -hmm. 20 points or less for each team. Now you're starting to see the young guys come in. Cameron Thomas, Majai Sanders, Zayvon Collins with the sacks. Held Geno to under 200 yards passing with no touchdowns. Shut down another top receiver in DK Metcalf, who, by the way, seven games against the Arizona Cardinals. He has done nothing against the Cardinals. Shut down Tyler Lockett, less than 300 yards. I don't, you know, I mean, hats off to Vance, man. I just, you know, and Wolf could talk to this more than I can, but do you start to worry about finger pointing in that locker room when one side of the ball is doing something? such a great job and the other side isn't helping at all yeah especially when that one side was not supposed to do anything and suddenly they come out of nowhere and start playing really really well i think most guys most guys today johnny they pretty much appreciate the effort that uh, their counterparts are giving on the defensive side of the ball or vice versa right there i don't think it's nearly as competitive as it once used to be um it's a different game today a lot more um tame let's put it that 
that way. But talk to me about Kyler Murray and what you saw in regard to Kyler. Is he getting better or worse? Regressing. Absolutely regressing. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, like, you look at Zach Ertz, no targets in the first half, but then 10 targets in the second half. And I like Zach, but he's a limited play, right? There's too many design plays for him. He's not an explosive player. He's a complimentary piece. So I just... I, I don't know, man. I just, I, this, you know, the offensive line struggles, uh, lots of quick penetration, just a lot of average. I mean, I'm trying to put my finger on everything that's wrong, but, um, you know, Kyler is regressing. He's not getting better. He's got six touchdown passes on the season. He's on pace for 17. That would be by far the lowest he's ever had. He's not taking shots down the field. Like we talked about earlier, there's no explosive plays down the field at all. Uh, you know, there was a pass to Ertz that was behind him yesterday. Ertz caught it, but it was the accuracy doesn't even look the same for Kyle. And now he ran the ball yesterday, which everybody liked, but there was a fumble, there was an interception. I just don't know if he, and I truly believe this, Wolf, based on game film. Me and you are very privy that we both get to look at game film. And when you really go through the game film and you slow it down and you rewind it and fast forward and rewind it and, fast, and you keep going through it over and over again, I don't think that it's either he doesn't go through his progressions or they're not calling plays that allow him to be able to make quicker looks on progressions, if you know what I mean. Because it's, yes. it's just, you know, he's targeting on one guy a lot. There are a lot, of, there are a lot of plays that are open on the field that he's missing. Now, I don't know if it's just I'm targeting one guy, but I don't see a guy that's able to take the snap, go back and go through one progression, two progression, three. I'm going to go back to two. One progression, two progression, three's open. I'm going to three. And I think it's pre-snap. I think he gets to the line of scrimmage and really doesn't understand what he's seeing pre-snap. The snap doesn't have a great idea of where he wants to go with the ball before the before the ball is even snapped. And as you know, the great quarterbacks they get to the line of scrimmage. They're going to look around. They have a pretty good idea before the snap where they're going with that ball. It's one of the reasons why D Hop clears things up for him. Gambo, we appreciate it, man. We'll be listening at two o'clock. Thank you. All right, boys. Take care. Thanks a lot. That's uh, it's Gambo joining us right there for some big red cross talk when we come back. D Hop is back. Is that enough to fix the Cardinals' offensive woes? We'll get into that. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Love you, bro. Love you. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, it is a Big Red Monday. We are out here at the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center. Cliff Kingsbury is going to join us in a little under a half hour, 145, for our weekly exclusive one-on-one with the Cardinals head coach. Also, Wolf, I am uh, quietly keeping an eye on the Suns because the deadline to give Cam Johnson his extension before the season is in like an hour and 41 minutes and 30 seconds, wow. I believe. Wow. Still get it done. Okay, yeah. All right, uh, good. We're watching. Yeah, but I'm keeping an eye on that. But uh, we're sticking with football here because there's a lot on the line for this team. And they play again in, what, three days? Yeah, I mean, they play Thursday night. It, It helps to be the home team in those situations, those Thursday night games. DeAndre Hopkins onto the roster means Matt Amendola is off the roster. So as it stands right now, the Arizona Cardinals don't have a kicker, which... Make your jokes right now. I didn't feel like they had a kicker yesterday. But Gambo said something that I was thinking last segment. Yesterday, from about second quarter on, felt like the sort of game that was probably going to be a field goal game. 
And they're playing the Saints on Thursday night. And I'm not saying it's going to be a low-scoring game, but a lot of these Thursday night games are kind of lower scoring. Yeah. It's, you know, 20 to 17 or some weird like 19 to 16 or something. I'm assuming Amendola off the roster means Matt Prater is coming back. I certainly hope so because DeAndre Hopkins' return is here for me. Matt, Having Matt Prater back is not that far below that at this Although, point. Although, you know me, I'm an optimist and I'd love to jump on board with you on that one right there and say, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It does look like Matt Prater is coming back. The only caveat I would offer is, man, um, you saw how that um, not having any confidence in Amendola actually put them behind the eight ball. You saw how that worked out yesterday. Yeah, And that didn't work well for them at all. So just bringing in anybody at this point in time might actually be a step forward when it comes to your kicker. I don't know that to be the case, obviously, but it couldn't get much worse based on the confidence or lack thereof they had yesterday. Well, no, I mean, he may as well have just been missing all the kicks if they weren't going to run him out there and then they weren't converting on fourth down anyway. That was basically missed field goals. You can't pin them on him, but... Either way, they're going to have a different kicker for Thursday. And a lot of these games, really all of these Cardinals games, other than the Chiefs game in Week 1, they've all been close. Like, you got to have a kicker for these. I'm going to read you the scores here, okay? Okay. These are the Cardinals' five games since the Chiefs. 29-23 overtime win. Okay. okay that's close. 2012 loss to the Rams. That's close. Didn't, didn't get in the end zone all game. Otherwise, One you would have won. 26-16 win in Carolina. Still a low-scoring game. 20-17 to loss to Philadelphia if Amendola hits that, that late field goal in overtime. And then 19-9 yesterday. So, I mean, these are the Cardinals. I'd have to see. Like I, and I don't even know who would have this stat, but just in terms of the games they play in, have to be some of the lowest scoring games in football this year because their defense is playing so well and their offense has been so bad. Is there a fix for the offense beyond DeAndre Hopkins returning or is that enough, do you think? <laughs> okay, it's a great place to start. Can I, can I just say that? Especially after you lose Hollywood Brown. Oh, my goodness. I just can't even believe that. The news that broke this morning. Just, just the fact that this has come down and it's definitely happening right now. Hollywood Brown could, could be lost for the year. Now, the one thing we do know, he's not playing Thursday night. <laughs> Ron Wolfley reporting. He's not playing Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. Um, We're not giving you breaking news. Now all of a sudden you one. got DeAndre Hopkins coming back in Hollywood. That was going to be fantastic, and now that's not the case. But D Hop changes this offense immediately. It does. I'm. I don't like the fact that it changes this offense immediately and it becomes all about Kyler reading DeAndre Hopkins and how the secondary is aligning to DeAndre Hopkins, but I think it helps Kyler Murray. It does, and because of that, I think it gives him a little bit of confidence and everybody needs confidence. Everybody, especially Kyler Murray right now. When you look at this offense and the way this offense has struggled, Kyler has been right in the middle of that. Now, again, before yesterday, I've said this, I think Kyler's been their most consistent player. Yesterday, I, he that wasn't the case. Yesterday, I thought he had his worst game of the season. He was inaccurate, although he ran the ball incredibly well. As a matter of fact, he ran the ball better than I've ever seen Kyler Murray run the ball since he showed up here. Yeah. Ran the ball great, but he was inaccurate for the most part. Even the passes he was throwing that were completed, a lot of them were great catches, good catches, I would say, by the wide receivers or tight ends. 
So, Kyler Murray, um, you want to get Ky- you want to get this offense better. Get Kyler Murray better. You got to put him in a balanced offense, in my opinion. And you all know what that means. The thing I would say too on. You know, not wanting to feel like, oh, DeAndre Hopkins comes back and that suddenly fixes everything. Um, DeAndre Hopkins coming back should make a huge difference. It should. Like, I'm not saying that that's not sure. take Take the best receiver off of any team, especially when they are as good as DeAndre Hopkins. It's going to hurt your offense. But, like, look at the Chiefs. They lose Tyreek Hill. They can still move the ball. And I know it's extreme. They have Patrick Mahomes. They have Travis Kelsey. But the Cardinals have Kyler Murray. I mean, he's this is, again, this is a guy that a year ago at this time, people were saying, is he going to be the MVP? Is he going to yeah. win his first MVP this year? And, it, yeah, it's halfway through the season. But still, Buffalo. If Buffalo loses Stephon Diggs, is it going to hurt them? Yeah, it is. But they're not going to never score again. And that's what it feels like with this Cardinals offense right now. So do I think DeAndre Hopkins comes back and, and makes plays and, and opens things up? And, and, you know, to your point, even if he doesn't have a touchdown on Thursday night, it might suddenly make things that much easier for Rondale Moore and Zach Ertz to get open. My expectations are just tempered because, A, I don't believe a, a any player on offense other than the quarterback should make that much of a difference. And, B, you could have talked me into it when Hollywood Brown was healthy. You could have said, like, okay, but... Even if the first six games were miserable, when Hopkins is out there on Thursday night, New Orleans isn't going to be able to put any attention on Hollywood Brown. Yeah. But now Hollywood Brown's not out there. And Robbie yeah. Anderson, I, I mean, I would assume he's going to try and play on Thursday, but he's not even here yet. Yeah. You know, once again, um, I'm thinking of one play in particular. Remember the second and goal at the one-yard line, where suddenly you had uh, Kyler Murray, and he, he went ahead and he followed Eno Benjamin, I believe, around the mm-hmm. corner. Um, that was a play that has worked with James Conner, of course. Um, We've seen that play before. Um, But it looked like they were totally expecting that play in that situation once again. Very similar to the fourth down play to Rondell Moore, where these horizontal plays, once again, I think this is something that we can talk to Cliff about. More vertical. More vertical. Arizona Sports. Breaking news. Is this good news? Actually, it is good news. Oh, okay. So, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport just tweeted out some good news for Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Hollywood Brown. Following the MRI, his foot isn't as bad as was initially thought. It's a small, non-surgical fracture. Recovery time is about six weeks. He is getting a second opinion from Dr. Robert Anderson before moving forward. Oh, Oh, All right, okay. we'll take it. We'll take, we'll take it. it. Good answer. Good yeah. answer. Anything. Six weeks. Okay, maybe six weeks. Man, that is good news. That is. Um. Well, yeah, it's okay, better than calm down. It's better than twelve weeks, which is what okay. we were hearing earlier. Today. You know, as soon as I, 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 I shouldn't say this, but you know what? I'm going to. Um, it's just kind of like okay, a lot can happen in six weeks. Yeah. A lot. of you know, yeah, bad things that's too. True. Well, yeah, <laughs> six weeks. Yeah, no, that's. But you know, look, if if things haven't could gotten better, could we see D Hop and Hollywood together? Could we? I'd like to see those we two. Just see it. Can we just see DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown on the field together for the Cardinals in a meaningful scenario? Could we just have that? Man, maybe. 
It could be in Rappaport with some <laughs> right, potentially good. I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's come on now, breathe in. That's where we are right now. Good news is, hey, right. you only lost your number right. one receiver for maybe six weeks. <laughs> is that something you might be interested in? Wow. All right, text us your thoughts to the fans. We'll text line at six twenty six twenty right now. Kind of along the lines of what Wolf was just talking about. When we come back, what's going on with Kyler Murray? Got to get him right. Otherwise, DeAndre Hopkins can only do so much. That's next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on uh, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Here we go! Quick game! Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Let's go! Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! All right, we are out here at the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center. Cliff Kingsbury is in the room next to us doing his press conference right now. He will join us in about 10 minutes, Wolf. So we obviously have a lot of questions to ask him uh, after yesterday's game. The little bit of good news, potentially, that uh, we just had last segment, Ian Rappaport saying uh, Hollywood Brown following the MRI, his foot isn't as bad as was initially thought. It's a small non-surgical fracture. Source said recovery time is about six weeks. He is getting a second opinion from Dr. Robert Anderson before moving forward. So there is hope if you keep this season afloat. And you are in a division where right now it seems like being around 500 will keep it afloat. Maybe maybe you see Hollywood Brown later this year. You know, I, I'm just I'm trying to replay the schedule in my brain right now, which is a very dangerous thing to do. But doesn't that put I just it right around? Right the buy doesn't that put it yep. right around the exactly. buy the buy so we are going into week seven okay the buy is week 13 <laughs> so wow if you want to talk okay. six weeks then you know he would come back in week 14 that would basically be eight weeks seven weeks is a bye week week six yeah so yeah, yeah i think maybe that's the safe way to go right there is just say the first game out of the buy so you'd have him in that scenario you'd have him for the last five games of the season you know what? I'll take that. I'll I mean, take honestly, it compared to where we were point, three and a half right, hours exactly ago. Exactly right. At this point in time, man, that's a baby step forward. Yeah, that's the first step forward I feel like we've had in a while. This is Kyler Murray after the game yesterday. They, the media that gathered around him asked him the last time he could remember he struggled this much. Probably for me, rookie year. Probably. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the last time I felt this hard. You know? um, just, you know, it's just tough out there right now. Tough. That's what it feels like for you know. And a lot of it, like I said, is self-inflicted. Um, put it on ourselves. Got to be better. Yeah, you know what? I love that right there. Honestly, I love that. That's accountability. The self-inflicted. We got to put it on ourselves. He's exactly right. There's one way out of this, man. One way out of this, and I've said this to you many, many times. Tell the truth. <laughs> tell the truth about what is going on, and tell the truth about what is the clear path to walk. Kyler just did. The thing that is so frustrating with this team, and there's there's levels. I get it, but for as as angry as the fan base was through the first five games and as frustrated was as the team was, if they just went out there and beat Seattle yesterday 31-21, all of a sudden you're 3-3 three and three and DeAndre Hopkins is coming back. And you're in a division where everybody's 3-3 three and three or 2-4. and four. So you would have felt great about it. And, uh, you know, just to your point of there's one way out of this, you just you got to start stacking wins. Yeah, you know um, that'll cover up a lot of it. But the problem is right now it feels like even a win on Thursday is just covering up bigger problems. Can I say you just got to go possession by possession? You're already up there stacking wins. I'm like, no, you know what? Possession by possession, offensively, show that you can move the ball. How about that? Start stacking possessions. Just start stacking plays. 
Forget I was about. Say, I'll start stacking downs. <laughs> right. I mean, Anything. you know, just stay on the field, drive, put them together, possessions, just run the ball, be balanced. And there's just so many things right now. The Arizona Cardinals they they seem lost. Kyler Murray, listening to Kyler Murray as well. You know, talking about stuff shouldn't be so hard. This is. I feel like it's my rookie year all over again. It's one of the reasons why uh, I think the Cardinals have got to evolve their offense. And I talk about it ad nauseum. I'm not going to talk about it here. Anyone that has listened, you know exactly how I think they need to evolve this offense going forward. But I think this this league and the best minds in the football universe, I think they've caught up to this offense and what it is Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray want to do. You've got to change it. Which is kind of to be expected, isn't it? I mean, this the, the coaches on the other teams, the coordinators are pretty good. This is the NFL. This is the proverbial, well, they get paid to try and win, too. But it's it, it, it's almost like a... It's almost like a young hitter that comes up in baseball, right? And it's yeah. like, wow, they're hitting everything right out. Okay, early on. Okay, well, then the pitching adjusts to you. <laughs> now you're not hitting anything. So are you going to adjust back to the pitching, or are you just going to keep trying the same thing? Because right now it feels like they're just trying the same thing. And so pitchers are just going to keep getting you out if that's what you're doing. And unfortunately, it's it's affecting the whole team because it's not, hey, this one guy can't hit in a baseball game. It's the offense can't score for the Cardinals. So there's only so much the defense can do. The defense basically scored a touchdown for you yesterday. They basically scored as many touchdowns as they allowed. I get that it was special teams, but it was the defense pinning them back there and then the special teams making the play. Play. So, I don't know. We're going to find out quickly here. Uh, we're going primetime this week as we're giving you the chance to win tickets to both the Suns home opener this Wednesday and Thursday Night Football. Just text primetime to 620-620 and listen for your name all day. Plus, one lucky winner each day will win their choice of a Devin Booker jersey or a DeAndre Hopkins jersey. That's primetime to 620-620. When we come back, does Cliff Kingsbury feel like he's coaching for his job? We're going to ask the Cardinals head coach next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Your home for everything everything Cardinals. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader in the red zone with Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Presented by Earnhardt Hyundai and Ford dealers. No bowl since 1951. We are out here at the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center and joined now by Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury for his uh, weekly one-on-one with us. Cliff, thanks for the time. I, I mean... Let's start with the offense. From your perspective, what and and just specifically yesterday, what was going wrong offensively? Yeah, I thought you know we started fast, which was good. I thought we had a good mix going, good rhythm, and and then um, you know weren't able to score a touchdown there that that opening drive, which was disappointing, and and then come back and get stopped on a fourth down that that um, you know I, I thought we had a chance to connect on, but for no reason started pressing after that and and just didn't play very well, out of sync, out of rhythm, lots of negative plays. You know, obviously, um, you know, got to coach better, play better, and um, would have had a chance to win that game. Cliff, are are you baffled as to why this offense? is struggling the way that it is? Do you know why it's struggling the way that it is? You know, I wish I could um, put my finger on the exact thing. It just seems like, for whatever reason, we, we can't get 
in a rhythm. Um, you know, week in, week out, we'll have moments that, that it looks like it, it's supposed to look and, and feels like it's supposed to feel, but uh, the consistency isn't there, and, and that's that's collectively all of us for whatever reason. And, and we got to get it together quick because our, our defense is playing at a high level. Special teams is uh, providing the sparks we need, and, and, and we got to do our, our job on that side of the ball. Cliff, are you finding any defenses and defensive schemes that are common? Like uh, from week to week, are people trying to approach playing the Arizona Cardinals? offense the same way. You see some um, familiarity week in, week out. I think more than anything... you know, some teams are kind of waiting for us to screw it up. You know, playing some soft coverages and and not giving up the big play, keeping right. it all underneath, and, and allowing us either to uh, have a negative play or, or uh, turn it over or do something that that gets us off schedule. And um, we got to be able to be consistent and, and take take the routine plays when they're there. It's a what have you done for me lately, league? There's a lot of noise out there. Do you feel like you're coaching for your job at all right now? You know, I, I think that comes. With the profession, I think when when you have a start like we have had uh, offensively, that that talk is is going to be out there, and, and uh, you know, quite frankly, it, it should be. We should play better, and um, we all know that. So that's that's uh, you know, week in week out, we, we feel like we're all kind of coaching for our job in this profession, and um, we we got to get better on offense. Talk to me about Robbie Anderson and what you know about this guy. Uh, you know, lots of speed, which we need um, with Hollywood being out indefinitely. I think um, that that's a guy that can still take the top off for us. Has been very productive in this league at, at multiple teams, you know, over a thousand yards with Carolina one year and with the Jets. And um, our, our receivers coach coached him, uh, Coach Jefferson, when he was with the Jets. So good relationship there. And, and we're hoping we can get him in and get him acclimated and, um, you know, see how quickly we can get him rolling in this offense. Talking to Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, Cliff, we've, we've heard two different updates now on. On Hollywood today. Earlier it was he might be done for the year. Now it's maybe six weeks. What have you heard? Um, the same as you. Okay. You know, I think he'll get another opinion. It sounds like and and really finalize where that's at. But hopefully it's not as as bad as initially thought. Uh, he he was you know having a good start to the season, really building a good rapport with Kyler, and and um, so unfortunate it happened. But hopefully we can get him back before the end of the season. Cliff, going into the game yesterday, were you in a situation where you were saying to yourself, hey, listen, if it's 40 yards or more, we're, we're going to go for it on fourth down. Were you in that situation? Yeah, we were going to be aggressive. We knew that. Um, just felt like we had some good matchups there offensively. And, and then, um, you know, not... You know, having Prater, who's one of the best in the league, it, it's not a knock on anybody else. But when you have a guy like that, it's pretty much automatic in, in our you know opinion. And, and um, so we wanted to be aggressive offensively and, and made the decision to do so. What is the latest on Matt Prater? Yeah, he's day-to-day. I'm not sure where that'll end up. We're hoping he can kick Thursday, but um, we're going to see how he feels on, on Tuesday and, and go from there. I guess since we're doing injuries, uh, Justin Pugh, that sounds like probably done for the year. Yeah, it is. It's unfortunate. Um, been such a great piece of, of you know what, what we've done here offensively, and uh, you know him and DJ there on that left side has been a great tandem together, and just hate it for a guy like that, but um, really appreciative of what he's done for us, and hopefully that recovery goes goes quickly. How about some of the other guys? James Conner, what is the latest on James? Yeah, he's day-to-day as well. I mean, if James can can breathe, he'll, he'll be trying to be out there. I mean, that's the type of mentality he has, and um, we'll just have to wait and see till, till Thursday. What, uh, Kyler Murray, just looking at, at his first six games this year, it, feel like, it felt like yesterday was the day he struggled the most. What did you see from him that may have been different from earlier this year? Yeah, you know, I think all of us, um, like I said, collectively, after that, that second drive you know stalled out um it looked like everybody was pressing you know coaches players everybody and and just um trying to do too much and and not 
make the routine play and, and uh, that when you, you get in that mode it's, it's hard to be successful it's hard to string drives together and, and that's kind of how we, we found ourselves do you think this offense is broken Cliff and can you fix it yeah we can definitely fix it um, it's going to take all of us and, and we're going to have to make some adjustments and, and uh, get back on the same page but um, we, we have the players and coaches to do it short week and, and I know this is kind of a, a double edged sword here but it's not usually easy to make a big change in a short week, but you are getting DeAndre Hopkins back, too, this week. Yeah, and he, he's a unique player. We all know that. Um, you know, we're going to try and allow him to do some things that he's comfortable with, and so he can he can get back in and play at a high level, and, and we need him to. Um, he's going to be a huge part of this this offense moving forward, and, and he knows that, and he, he's excited about the challenge. You know, the one thing about D-Hop, I, I think a lot of people don't realize, I certainly didn't, is he's a leader. He's one of these guys guys who's got a little swag, right? There's no doubt. I mean, when he's been on the field, offensively, we've always played with more confidence and, and feel like he's a guy who, if things are going wrong, you can go to him and he's going to get it turned around for you. And I think that will give us all some confidence on Thursday and uh, I'm excited to watch him play. Along the lines of, uh, of leadership, it doesn't, I don't, not that I think we're there right now, but are you ever concerned, hey, defense is kind of overperforming what people expected and the offense is struggling, that the defense can look over the offense and be like, hey, you know, <laughs> can we pick it up here a little bit? No, I mean, that, that's part of the game. Um, you know, there's no finger point. We have a, a great locker room, and guys understand um, we got to all lift each up, other up. And, and it's been fun to see that defense grow and those young players make all those plays. But we're all in this together, and those guys understand it. And um, it's going to take all of us to get back in, in this race. You know, from time to time, your offense will get stagnant. It happens to every team across the National Football League. Right now, you guys definitely are struggling. Would you ever consider, just even temporarily, giving up play calling? Definitely, yeah. Whatever it takes to win, um, whatever it takes to score points, um, that's you know, anything goes in this league, and 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 so we'll, we'll examine all avenues. Obviously, in a short week, that, that'd be tough to to go by, but right. we'll see how things go, and um, whatever it takes to to make us you know get better. I'm all for it. It may not feel like it right now, but look around the NFC West, and you're only a game out of first place too. So does that add to the sort of sense of urgency? We got to get this turned around, but also if we do, there's still something on the table for us. No doubt. I mean, you look around the league; it's all three and three and two and four, and uh, you know four, four or five teams above that, and and so we. We know there's a lot of parity, and, and uh, we watched it last year with a couple teams, the Chiefs and, and uh, you know San Fran, were three and four and two and four after Week Seven, and went on to be in their conference championship game. So it's just about peaking at the right time, and, and um, you know continuing to fight and continue to get better. Name some guys on the defensive side of the ball that you really have noticed. Some younger guys, Cliff, that are coming of age on that defense, and yeah. guys you're counting on. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons continues to to impress um, as his role has continued expand again. I mean, he's all over the place. Damon Collins with the sacks, whether it's rushing the pass or, or playing that, that mic position has is, is gotten better and better. Games really slowed down for him. And then some of those young rush um, outside linebackers yesterday really stepped up. My J, Cam, Luketa um, had a big role in that game. So that, that's been fun to see. Cliff, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck on Thursday, all right? Appreciate it. Thanks, right. Cliff. That's Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury right there on the short week as the Cardinals, of course, get set to host the New Orleans Saints on Thursday. We'll get DeAndre Hopkins back. Now the question is, Wolf, is, is he a Band-Aid? Can he step in and make things look better than they are? I mean, 
ultimately, you don't care as long as he gets you a win, right? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. We didn't get a chance to talk about this, but I really wonder, and I'm not trying to ignore your comment right there. That's but fine. That comment will I, be there tomorrow, I, too. I just, I, I'm wondering if, in fact, if that is a possibility. Have they talked about that? Cliff and maybe uh, Spencer Whipple, of course, a guy that has already done it. If he would just, you know, step away just to get a different perspective himself mm-hmm. in a game as the head coach coach you know you'll see this from time to time where a play caller will feel like he's getting into a rut and suddenly step away for a bit it's happened in bruce arian's career from time to time where they step away for a few games just temporarily to get a new perspective i wonder if that is a possibility with cliff yeah it's interesting because his response to that he didn't he didn't you know miss a beat he was just like yeah whatever it takes to win right so right i I don't know. I guess he, we'll, he said we'll see. he was. Yeah, he'd be all for that. Yeah, if in fact you know, yeah, that's going to be if, interesting. If it came down, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this team is definitely all in on this season, and they were going into this season. I know a lot of people looked and said, "Okay, make some more moves on defense," but they are structured to be all in on this season, and the defense hasn't been an issue. So I don't think that mentality has changed, which means drastic times calling for drastic measures potentially. Alright, thanks to Cliff for joining us. Thanks to uh, Aaron Maloney back at the studios. Thanks to Lauren Koval out here for getting us all set up. For Wolf, I'm Luke. we got Burns and Gambo next right here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.